Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Imagine the creation of a savings bond-like investment for every child at birth. At age 18, that child could take the accumulated savings and invest it as they wish, in a business, in a home, or perhaps even towards a college degree. They're called baby bonds, and that concept is currently under consideration in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Why would this matter? For those of you who think this would be a straight-up, oh my God, government handout, government give money again, to people that don't deserve it. Let me equip you with something. On average, and my family was no exception, by the way, a black family at the end of their lives, when they liquidate everything, has a net worth, a net worth, net of home, cash, everything, net worth of $20,000. That's one-eighth of the average white family. One-eighth. One-eighth. We talk about legacy wealth. We talk about how wealth handed down through families can make a difference in a person's outcome. And it's a cycle. I mean, we can talk forever about where you live, determines where you kind of education you get, which determines the kind of job you get, the colleges you can or cannot get into, your opportunities, your risk for crime and other things. It all is, it, it all comes together. In Massachusetts, where I grew up, by the way, um, this idea, baby bonds, um, Massachusetts actually wasn't the first. Connecticut became the first state to create such a program two years, three years ago, I'm sorry. California later adopted a similar trust fund program. Other states, including Vermont, New York, and New Jersey, have considered proposals as well. What they're looking at is a trust fund for the most impoverished residents. Proponents say that the proposal has the potential to end cycles of generational poverty and could help narrow the state's sizable racial wealth gap. Hey, folks, let's just be blunt here. You can't create a better life if you don't have certain basics. Education, a safe place to live, a solid home structure. These are the fundamentals that give people an opportunity to get themselves together and get a leg up. When you don't have that, when you are busy trying to wonder where your next meal is coming from or where you're going to sleep tonight, it's a little hard to get stable when you don't even have a regular address to even get information about a potential job. That's what they're trying to fix here. The proposed, we're removing people from needing assistance and helping them to actually be participants in our economy. Can you imagine that? Instead of receiving a government check, paying taxes. That's what we're talking about. Big difference. The proposal in Massachusetts has taken many forms, but the general concept would call for the state to invest a fixed amount on behalf of eligible newborns and they could access accumulated returns at age 18. A leading version now before the state Senate Ways and Means Committee would allow recipients to remain, maintain their accounts at age 35 as, they, as long as they continue to reside work, or pay taxes in the states. A state commission report last year recommended that if eligible newborns, and the key word is eligible, we're going to come back to that, received an initial deposit of, say, $6,500, for example, the invested proceeds could grow to $15,600 by age 18 and as much as $28,000 over 30 years. Now, if you think that is a lot of money, it's not. But does it give somebody a chance to get established? Absolutely. 
I can think of a million different ways that that little bit of money could give somebody the push or the leg up they needed and trying to get stable as they're trying to go out into the workforce, whether it would help them buy a decent used car or a deposit on a first apartment or an op- in a safe neighborhood. Just a lot of different things that would help them do that they may not be able to do on their own right now and get past that cycle of generational poverty. The state estimates that 8,000 infants in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts would qualify and that the program could cost roughly $52 million annually. To you naysayers to say, ah, there's another government boondoggle. How much would it cost those 8,000 infants and the single parent probably raising them and everything else from the time they were born to the time they were 18, how much money on public assistance would you think would cost the Commonwealth? Way more than $52 million. I can guarantee you that. Something to think about. Now, the officials said that they have not identified a funding source of the program, uh, although the proposed bill before the Senate allows for private donations in addition to state money. Could you imagine? In my Sunday school, I learned that to much is given, much is expected. And that's a paraphrase. But if you are blessed with a lot, you should share it. Imagine if we took a moment to underwrite a program like that, to help folks that through no fault of their own are starting behind the eight ball and give them a chance to level up. You know, we're not, no one's going to get rich with this little bit of money, if that's what you're thinking. And trust me, Massachusetts has one of the highest cost of livings in the country. If you really think that by age 30, $28,000 is going to do something in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? No, it's not. Hmm, Trust me, I grew up there. No. The interest in Massachusetts in baby bonds was sparked in large part by the notorious, this is the Boston Globe article, notorious 2015 Color of Wealth report by the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston which found that black families in Boston had, and I had to read this twice, this has got to be a misprint, had a median $8 net worth compared to $247,500 for white families. Through subsequent studies using different methodologies, they all come to the same conclusion, a more than a 180% difference between the net worth for black and white residents. Nobody's asking for a handout. They're just asking for an attempt at a level playing field. Derek Hamilton, an economist who helped conceive the baby bonds concept and who co-authored the 2015 Wealth Report, said the initiative represents, uh, presents a unique opportunity to Massachusetts where systemic inequality and a culture of innovation coexist. We are considered the richest nation in the world. We should be taking care of our elderly, our veterans, and the folks that are less fortunate. That is what countries with a moral compass do. I can't imagine why somebody would be against helping these kids uh, that, you know, I won't even get into that subject, but basically kids coming into the world that are behind the eight ball, wouldn't you want to help them? Wouldn't you want government money, government spend less money trying to help, trying to sustain them 
and some money to help them help themselves. There is, like I said, 8,000 would qualify. We'll see if the state passes it. It's something I think is worthy to look at, although I have a few questions of my own. And it has to do with kids that get into trouble. Would they still be qualified? We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again right here at the same time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than a full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media. It's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility, technology, news, and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you've missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.